Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunn. Hello, Mary Lou. Good morning, dear. May I speak to your mother, please? Yes, I'll hold on. Look, now, don't tell Eleanor why you have to go downtown. Oh, honey, eat your breakfast and stop fussing so oatmeal on the stove. No, no, I, I don't want any. I'm not hungry. Well, I don't know when I've seen you so upset over anything for... A week now, really. Look, to... I don't like being taken by door-to-door salesmen. No man likes the feeling that he's been made a fool of. Look, you stop payment on the checks, you're not out any money. We don't even know the man was a phony. And I just hope the police do know something so you stop thinking about it. See, hello? Oh, Ellen. <laughs> oh, Mary Lou didn't tell me you were in the tub. Oh, for heaven's sake, I can't be taking a bath at 7.30 in the morning. For the love of Mike, can't Eleanor take a bath when she wants to? <laughs> you just said, can't you take a bath when you want to? <laughs> well, I just met with two kids to get off to school and a husband to... Ah, uh-huh. well, I'll make this quick. Listen, I have to go downtown this morning and I don't want to take Bobby along. I was wondering if I could leave him with you for an hour. Uh, oh. No, 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 I understand, Eleanor. <laughs> no, no, never mind, you go dry off. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm just going downtown herself. She said, goodness, I certainly miss Aunt Effie. I really do. Well, bring Bobby along. I uh, think it's kind of an imposition to dump him on Eleanor. Anyhow. Oh, Eleanor has always said you can leave Bobby with me anytime. Speaking of Bobby, where is he? Well, Bobby? Bobby? Oh, here he is in the pantry. No, 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 no. No, no. no What's he doing now? What have you got? Oh, honestly, he's gotten so when he finds things he likes, he puts them in his in his coveralls so I won't find them. Oh, you are the limit. Yes, you are. <laughs> Look, he's been helping himself with all my little coffee spoons. No, 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 you, you no. give them here. How many more do you tucked away down your front? Hey, look, you them. better stop fussing with him and get Betsy down here to breakfast. Get yourself ready. We have got to leave. Yeah, yes, Betsy. Oh, dear, mornings are always so hectic. Betsy. <laughs> Goodness sakes, why don't you sit down, dear? Relax. Now, you act as though we had been dragged down here to the police station instead of just dropping in to ask a few questions. Bobby, Bobby, come here. Come here. Now, you come here. Stay right by Mommy. Now, don't wander around getting into things. What are we going to see? I don't know. I don't know. Lieutenant Milano or something like that. I guess he's in charge of these things. Anyhow, the sergeant just said that we should wait in here. Yes, wastebasket, and you stay out of it. Stay out of it. Stay out of it. Now, come here. Let Mommy undo your snowsuit a little bit. Here, I wish we hadn't come. Oh, don't start that again now. You, you don't seem to understand a man's point of view about something like this. I'm going to feel like a perfect nincompoop telling the police that I was stupid enough to shell out $43 to a phony door-to-door salesman for magazine subscription. Yeah, put your foot up. Well, if it turns out he was a phony, I should think you'd be mad instead of feeling foolish. Well, that's what I mean. You don't understand a man's point of view. Why... When I even told the sergeant out at the desk why we were here, I, I was mumbling, so he had to ask me to speak up. And Oh. 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 Uh, good morning. Oh, good, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> sergeant Barnes tells me that you want to see me, Mr. Piper. Yes, I, I, I guess so. This is, this is my wife, uh, Lieutenant Milano. Mm, that's right. How do you oh, do, Mr. Piper? How do you Piper? do, my Lieutenant Milano? What can I do for you? Uh, <laughs> well, uh, just a little information, really, sir. Uh, it seems that... Uh, a friend of mine, 
friend of ours feels that he, he got taken by a door-to-door salesman a couple of nights ago, and he, he was wondering... Oh, honey, for heaven's sake. Oh, that's all right, Mrs. Piper. I understand how Mr. Piper feels. <laughs> you have the door-to-door salesman, Mr. Piper. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, uh, let me get paper and pen so I can take down the details. And then, Mr. Piper, we will start at the beginning. Well, I'm sorry to keep you waiting again. I I could have sworn I left my fountain pen on the desk. I just looked at my overcoat out there. Oh, maybe your wife borrowed it last night the way mine does and didn't give it back, Lieutenant. Oh, <laughs> could be, could be. Uh, well, I'll use a pencil. Now, as I said, let's start at the beginning. Yes, Bobby, come here and stay by Mommy. Oh, don't worry about him, Mrs. Piper. Yeah. Nothing he can get into. Yeah, anyhow. you don't know my son. Oh, well, I got a nephew about his age, and boys will be boys, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I... Yeah, now, you can sit right up here on top of the desk. Yeah, play with my car, too. Yeah, I, I don't well, think I... have something to do while we talk, huh? Okay. <laughs> yes, He's fine. Well, what do you think? <laughs> Now, Mr. Piper. Yes. Well, it, 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 it was a mon- Monday night. My wife and I were sitting in the living room in, in the evening, and it was, well, it was about 8 o'clock, I think, when we saw a car drive up. Well, we didn't recognize the car, and when this man got out, he seemed to have some difficulty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then we noticed he, he used crutches. Then he started up to the door. And we were worried he might slip because we'd forgotten to put ashes on the steps. They were icy, you know. Well, and, honey, and so Lieutenant we were, doesn't we're, care about that. A- anyhow, when I... Answered the door. The man made it quite clear that he wasn't selling anything. Well, uh-huh. now look, I'll, I'll try to remember exactly what he said. The, the, the doorbell rang, see, and I answered the door. Good evening, uh, Mr. Piper. Yes, that, that's right. Well, my name is Collins, uh, Robert Collins. I'm from the Helburn Veterans Rehabilitation Institute, and, well, I'd like to come in and talk to you for a few minutes. Oh, well, what about? I mean, I'm not buying anything. <laughs> well, I'm not going to try to sell you anything. <laughs> oh, oh, well, Jeff, come on, come on in. It's too cold to stand in the doorway talking. Come in. So I asked him to come in and sit down, which he did. I'd gone upstairs to change Bobby. Yes, darling, yes, and I came down and found them talking. Well, I remember I felt terrible because the man insisted on getting up to meet me, you know, and, and it was so hard for him to get up and down in the chair. I mean, he had to hit braces on his legs. And, and you I... both felt sorry for him. Oh, well, oh, yes, yes. yes, sure, yes. Well, go on. Yes. And what did he have to say, if he wasn't telling anything? Well, uh, It seems he... that he'd been, he'd been wounded at Guadalcanal, and he spent nine years in a hospital in Washington. Twenty-seven operations, he said. Wasn't that it, dear? Twenty-seven operations. On yes. his legs and chest and, and arm and, and on, on his, his face. face. Yes, yes. yes. Plastic surgery and skin grafting, he said down his face. And remember, I said, dear, how amazing it was. There weren't any scars. And he said, yes, he was lucky that the surgery had all been done on the inside of his face or something. You know, yeah. So that's why there oh, weren't any scars. Well, uh, apparently, he, he just spent four years at this rehabilitation institute. Well, I, I just wish I could tell you how really nice the guy seemed. Oh, he was. He was. Certainly oh, convincing. Very, I mean, very, just, just the way he talked, it all seemed very we're dismissed from the Rehabilitation Institute, uh, we're supposed to spend a year, you know, traveling around and talking to as many people as possible and, well, introducing ourselves to perfect strangers. 
such as yourselves. It, it's so that we regain our self-confidence and so we can become capable of, uh, well, of earning a living, you guess. And I can't tell you how wonderful people have been. Five dropped in on, on presidents of big corporations and important political men and famous movie stars. And they've all been really wonderful. And it's, it's done everything for me. As I told my wife, I've met people I've never met. So, of course, when he said wife, I said, oh, you're married. And he said, yes, he had a wife and four children. And then he got his briefcase and showed us pictures of his family, mother and father, too. You remember that, honey? Oh, yes, and that's when he also showed us letters from people he'd met. Lieutenant, and that was when he told us about the voluntary contributions they had made. Uh And I said, I thought you weren't selling anything. (laughs) Oh, and he got rather hurt when my husband said that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he explained that it was voluntary. He wasn't asking anything. These people had volunteered to subscribe for magazines, which would be sent to veterans at some hospital. So it was a tax-free deduction, the same as any other charitable contribution. Well, I don't know why I didn't wise up then. Lieutenant, this Mr. Collins was very charming. He was so nice, really, he I was. I don't know me. yet how I got talked into it, but... Well, I wound up writing out a check for $43 for magazines to be sent to some veterans' hospital. Check was made out to the LaSalle's Magazine Service of Plainville. Well, when did it occur to you, Mr. Piper, that you might have been taken? When he drove off. He, he just gunned that car out of the driveway. So fast that as I told my wife, I couldn't have seen his license plate if I had thought to look at it, which I didn't. Oh, he really he just couldn't sleep all night. And yeah. then the next morning, that was Tuesday, he called the bank and stopped payment on the check. But he has been so upset about the whole thing ever since because, you know, if the man was a veteran, we'd feel terrible not to have helped him. And then yeah. on the other yeah. hand, Mr. you know... Mr. Piper, if you'll just wait until I get my files, I think I have news for you. <laughs> Hard to believe. The man seems so nice. Oh, nice. And why, I I told you, when that car streaked out of the driveway... I'm sorry you didn't call us Monday night, Mr. Piper, when it happened. That outfit was operating in town last month, but we didn't know they were back again. You know, the only way the police can keep an eye out for these guys is when people report them. Yeah, I I know, I know. Well, I, I, I just felt like a fool for being swindled, you know. I mean, if it was a racket, and... Well, if he was really a disabled veteran, I felt like a heel reporting the guy. That's so... what these guys go on. The sympathy of the public. There were six of them working this town last month. Six? Yes, he said he had He said he said had five friends who were going into business together. That's a right. Reupholstery that's business. right. Remember yes, that? He did. Yes. Didn't he say that? Yes, that's uh-huh. just what he said. They learned the trade at at, uh, at this rehabilitation institute. Although, you know, he never did say where that was. No, well, uh, they're in business together, all right. We had them all in here. Not one was a legitimate veteran. Two of them were slightly disabled, but not from any war. I remember your guy, Collins. Nothing wrong with him at all. Tall, good-looking fellow. Red hair. Yes, yes, he was. Red hair, Mm -hmm. nice-looking, uh-huh. Oh, dear, it's so hard to believe. Well, how can you tell who's legitimate? You know, people who people come to the door all the time. Mrs. All Piper, day long. there's no law against soliciting from door to door. But there is a law against soliciting without registering with the police. Now, when anyone comes to the door, ask to see his police registration. If he hasn't any, close the door and lock it. Now, if he does manage to get into the house and has no police registration, get to the phone. Call us. 
and a patrol car will come right around and pick him up. Now, my best advice is not to let any stranger in. Now, uh, <clears throat> let me make a note of the exact time he, uh, uh well, where's my pencil? Bobby, did you take Lieutenant's pencil? And where's my cigarette lighter? And what happened to my car keys? Lieutenant. He's probably dropped them down into his snowsuit. Lately, he's gotten this habit. I've just come here. How do you like that? Police, Lieutenant. And I get robbed right under my nose. <laughs> no worse than me. My son isn't even two years old, and he's in a police station having his pockets turned out. Oh, and something has slid down inside his foot part. It feels like your fountain pen, Lieutenant. Oh, really, Bobby. You see something. I stand still while Mommy sees what else is what? You've never heard of the Big Brothers? That's amazing. Perhaps you never knew either that some six million children under 18 live in homes with no fathers in them. The Big Brothers of America attempt to provide the affection and guidance boys without fathers must have to develop into healthy-minded, useful adults. This week each year, local Big Brother organizations seek more volunteers for the important job. For information, contact your local Big Brother organization. If you have none in your hometown, start one. For facts, write Big Brothers of America, Philadelphia 3, Pennsylvania. The Couple Next Door stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunn.